All right, mama, you started your business because you're great at what you do and you want to do it on your terms. Hello, freedom and flexibility. But you're a couple of years in, handcuffed your biz more overwhelmed than ever. You feel like you're not doing anything well at work or with your fam. If that's you, stay tuned. I'm Ridhu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, former professional organizer turned productivity pro, here to help women like you with growing businesses stop drowning and start controlling all your demands and distractions. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. sweet friend. Welcome back. I hope that you're having a great week, a great day. And if it's your first time here, welcome. These sessions might be just the perfect length to go back and binge listen to. I keep them to about 20 to 25 minutes. I am Ridhu for just meeting. I help ambitious women, business owners wake up with a plan that works, which is a tough thing to do when you have 5, 10, 15, 20 or more projects or clients or customers at a time. Right? So not only do you have your projects at work and your business, you have them at home. We always have things going on like home renovations or planning vacations. And there's just so many things, so many balls. We're always juggling so many things in the air. And um, I know it can be really challenging sometimes to juggle all the projects, which is where we're going today how to juggle projects like a pro, how to really feel like I got a handle on it all, like things are not falling through the cracks, like I'm on top of it. It's just the best feeling. You know when that feeling when you're when you just have that confidence even if things aren't going exactly your way cuz they don't always do, but you just feel like okay, I got this, right? And then when you feel that confidence, everything else comes easier. You're like, "All right, well now I know my next step and I can get through this and even though there's a hiccup, we'll be fine." But when you're like juggling it and it feels like chaotic and scattered and messy, then you lose that confidence. You start feeling overwhelmed, like you're drowning, you're like waking up all night, you're grumpy, you're eating crap, right? And that's just not where we want to be. So I hope in this next 20, 25 minutes, I can help you take a few kind of simple steps, which is what I'm always trying to do, break it down to little steps. So you too can maybe get from that place where you are feeling a little bit out of control and getting back into the driver's seat and into control, all right? So good news, you really can manage multiple projects successfully without feeling overwhelmed. All right, so before we jump in, because you know I love to do all my steps, this is the first step or kind of like before we even dive into like the strategies of how to manage your load it's important to address the idea of not taking on too much in the first place. Why do we get ourselves in this mess, right? No matter how good of a juggler you are, if you're taking on too much at one time, you're going to have anxiety. It's going to be overwhelming. It's simply just too much, which means you won't do anything great, right? You'll live in this stress. You won't be happy. So for the sake of your sanity, stop saying yes to everything, to everyone, to every request, to every demand, right? Instead, practice saying, I'll have to check my calendar and get back to you. And then do what you say, check your calendar and get back to them. I'm not even saying, go ahead and say no, but take a pause, take a break. Don't immediately say yes, just think things through, assess Figure it out. See, you know, maybe it's a delay. You know what? I'd love to work on this for you. I can't wait to jump into this. I'd be happy to. 
my schedule right now is full and we can, can we pick this up in two weeks or in four weeks from now? It can do a really great job for you if we can circle back on it in a month, right? Check your calendar, assess your priorities, intentionally decide when to say yes and when to say, I'd love to help you with that, but I have a lot of other priorities on my plate right now. Could we circle back in a week or two or whatever you know, response allows you to take control of your situation? So especially you know, as a business owner, you're running your own business, you're in a position that allows that control over what you accept. Be sure that what you're saying yes to is in alignment to your current goals. It is okay. And in fact, it is your best, in your best benefit to say no to opportunities that sound good, but do not support your current goals or will simply add too much to your already full plate. Listen, Lady Lou, if you're listening to this still, I know that saying no can be pretty difficult, right? You're ambitious, you're driven. We want to be liked. We want to be seen as team players. You don't want to hurt feelings. We don't want to close a door. You don't want to say no to someone or something. But then we say yes to too many things out of guilt or just to prove that we can do it all. Saying yes to too many things, it's overwhelming. It's counterproductive. We tend to hurt our own relationships. Your performance suffers. So you end up letting everybody down, especially yourself, right? And that's just not The reason you set up your business is not how you want to run your business nor how you want to live your life. Additionally, and lastly, if your plate is too full, there's no room for the unexpected or the ideal opportunities that will come your way, right? If your boundaries aren't strong enough, then everything gets in. And then the stuff that you really want to allow in, there's no space for that. Okay. So all that little rant there, that was just the precursor to... Before we even get to how to manage all of the things, be really deliberate, be intentional about what you're actually getting on your plate in the first place. Okay. And this, of course, applies to your personal commitments as well as your business commitments. You know, practice saying no or not right now so you can say yes to your best work and your best relationships. Okay. So, like I said, that was a long precursor to how to keep your multiple projects organized, but it was so important. I feel like you have to 100% start there because that's where really the stress relief begins, okay? But now on to a few steps to juggling projects like a pro. Okay, so step number one, if your task list grows longer and longer each day, it's natural to feel overwhelmed and even burnt out on a regular basis, right? So the step number one actually is to create a project, I'm going to call it a spreadsheet, but it's a one pager or one sheeter in whatever format. I like the spreadsheet. I'm going to explain it to you what I mean by that. But basically somewhere on some kind of tool document that everything's in one place. Okay. Now, if you're using something like uh, a project management tool like Asana or Trello or Monday or Airtable or Notion or any of them, great, fantastic. But if not, Just don't overcomplicate this. Open up a a spreadsheet, like an Excel spreadsheet or a Google sheet. It doesn't have to be complicated at all. In fact, it can be so simple and effective and empowering just to use something really simple and then manage your multiple projects, right? And this kind of seemingly impossible workload or very overwhelming workload just to see it all in one place. Okay, so this is going to allow you to strategize a plan. It's going to get you focused. It's going to help you with problem solving. Um, just simply because you have it all in one place, right? So literally, I mean, project name, another column might be your key contact and the next column might be your 
you know, deliverables. There may be many rows of the deliverables below that. And then each one may have a due date. And then there may be another column with who's responsible for what. And then another column by with notes. And another column with maybe links and contact information. Okay, so think spreadsheet-like. Okay, this is basically just setting up a really just the first part of a plan, right? It's just kind of getting all the info so you can break down the tasks. You can estimate your effort. You can identify deadlines. You can assign next steps. And you can do this with some type of project spreadsheet, okay? Again, so if I had to make it really simple, the columns might be like projects, time, due date, assigned to, and notes. Like just a really simple five or six columns there. Write down all the projects you have going on right now. Okay. So you might have, you might have a couple of these. You might have like, here are my future ones, or here's my current ones. Your one's coming down the pike. You might do it by month. You might do it by quarter. It's going to obviously be different for everybody's business and you know how your business is set up, but get it somewhere. Okay. Important. Listen to this part. Projects that feel big, projects that feel really overwhelming, they can cause fear and procrastination. Am I right? Right. The bigger it feels, the more you don't want to do it or or you're scared to get started or you don't know where to begin or you just end up like going in circles because you're looking at the list and you don't know how to take the action, all that stuff. So small, detailed next steps are motivational. They motivate you to take action. They're achievable. So be sure when you're creating this list, right, you have your projects and you're kind of breaking down all the steps and next steps, all the actions of each project be sure to break them down into separate little tasks on the list. So for example, don't just write create website for a particular client. Break it down into all different steps, like outline the pages, step one. Step two, next line might be research the photography. The next line might say write the home page copy. The next line might say create the contact me page, right? So you're breaking it down. This way, you're not able to see all the steps. You're able to think through, okay, what are the due dates for each one of these? Who is responsible for each piece? Where can I delegate some of this? Where does this allow me to have an opportunity to have a conversation with my client or customer about potentially changing a date or setting their expectations and setting your own expectations for you and your team? Okay, again, don't overcomplicate this. Um, but this is one of the keys. Now, I, I feel like a business and work, a lot of times you might you might have something like this already created. There's a good chance you do. But what about at home? Use this same idea for all the projects you have going on at home, the renovations and the organization and the taxes and the vacations and the kids stuff. Like create your own spreadsheet the same way, right? Those same columns and the same breakdowns and the same tasks, because I'm going to, I promise you, this is going to make it easier for you to uh, just have a better clarity, make better decisions, decide like where to place my team members at home or at work. Okay. One of the columns, I think I said it in there. I think I mentioned it was kind of a time where it's a time by that. I'm, I mean, like a time estimate, like how long will this actually take each of those steps? Right. Those time estimates are so important because you need to have an idea, a framework of how long it's going to take to complete each step of the of the work. Um, and I feel like when you miss a step, it's one of the most costly mistakes that I see business owners and moms and just ambitious people make. Right. A to-do list is great, but it's only half as valuable as a to-do list with time estimates. Because if you don't really know how long something's going to take, how much manpower, how much woman power you need behind it, it doesn't help you with planning. 
right? If you don't know how long something's going to take, estimate it. Just put some dang number down, something to give you a sense because so many times in our head, we overestimate or underestimate how long something's going to take. How many times you have you, maybe you're billing someone for four hours of work and it's taking you eight hours, right? You've completely underestimated how much time it's going to take or vice versa. You're like, this is going to take me the entire day. You actually get through it after procrastinating it for weeks and you're done in like three hours, right? Either way, you're going to struggle with planning. So make sure that that's, that is something in there when you're thinking through kind of this one sheet, this one kind of project management place for all of these projects. And by the way, just a little tip here, be generous when you're calculating how long it will take you to finish your project. If you tend to underestimate, take your best guess and then multiply it by like like 1.2%. I mean, you like add 20% or 25% cushion to each of your numbers. Okay, make those t- make that time longer than you think because chances are it's going to take a little bit longer. So it's better to be realistic than to underestimate, underbill, underplan. Um, it's always great to have cushion. Trust me, we can always figure out things to do with that time or just get through our work more efficiently and feel really great about ourselves. So that's just a little sad note there. Okay, so first step, if you have all these different projects or thoughts or ideas and things going on, just get it down. Lady, get it down in one place, break it down, invest the time it's going to take to do this. Like if you're overwhelmed by this first step, know that you will be stuck and stay in overwhelm if you skip this step. This first step, as overwhelming as it may seem, is cathartic. It is so much, you will feel a hundred pounds off your weight when you're done with it. And it's the first step to getting out of overwhelm. So do it. Okay, step number two identify batching opportunities. Okay, let me explain this one. Now that you have a 360 view of everything you need, everything you want to get done, all your projects, you will be able to find opportunities to get similar work done that utilize similar brain activity. This is otherwise known as batching, my friend, batching. Batching is simply a form of time management. It allows you to maximize your concentration and just and just like decrease your distraction because you're grouping similar tasks that require similar resources so that you get through your work faster, right? You're just streamlining the completion. So as a result, you increase your productivity, your creativity, your mental sharpness while, and here's the good news, you decrease fatigue and procrastination and stress. Holy tamole, sign me up. Okay. So batching examples. Now that again, you look at your whole project list, what are some tasks that you can batch? What are some like like concentrated things that you can do that are similar? So for example, maybe you're like, I have all these separate projects, but maybe I can just block a time that I'm just going to do all of my follow-up phone calls because those were part of you know all the tasks across different projects. Or maybe... I have to request some information from a department from like four different projects. Like I need to get some financials or I need to get some accounting stuff. Why don't I just do that all at one time? Or I, you know, I really need to create, do the invoicing across several different projects or create some templates or write some to a certain type of email. Um, there's so many, you know, once you actually break it down, you see it. There's so many opportunities to start batching. And the reason this is so effective is because 
you're already using that type of brain power. You're already in that like focused space. So it just goes so much faster. It just goes more efficiently. So for example, if you were, let's say, creating invoices, you would already have your invoice template open. You'd already maybe have whatever accounting software you use. You might already have your timesheet up. So instead of doing one, and then let's jump back to email, then let's jump back to something else. Why not do four of them across different projects at the same time? You're just going to go so much more efficiently. That's one of the many advantages and benefits of having a project management spreadsheet. I mentioned a few others before, like you'll be also know where to better delegate or where you can have conversations with a client or how much time you really need and how much time to plan. But I think batching is a huge one that we tend to overlook or underestimate how much more efficient we can be with our time. And when you're more efficient this way, like with your time, you're also being way more efficient with just your brain and your focus space. So your energy is so much greater, so much higher when you start working in this way. Okay. So just really think about that one if it's not something you're currently doing. Okay. Step number three. You've heard this one before but I'm going to get into a little in more detail and I want you to really pay attention. Don't skip this one, but block out focused time on your calendar. Okay. This is how you start moving on projects and the key to juggling them all successfully. If you are constantly just like ping-ponging back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth from thoughts to requests to demands to have to do this, to my to-do list, to my spreadsheet, going back and forth, your brain is going to explode. And again, you're going to get back to that feeling of I'm scattered. I'm all over the place. I'm not on top of this. I don't have control. If you are actually being intentional about, let me block out specific time. Now, this could be batch time or it could be specific time to work on a project. It could be very specific time to work on tasks, which is what I recommend. Whereas you block small periods of time for each task on your project list, You focus on that and that alone. You do not work on five different tasks at the same time. And this strategy helps you get through all of your projects systematically. And even though when you're ping-ponging back and forth, you might feel like, oh, I'm moving forward on everything. But in fact, it's slowing down your productivity. You're wasting time and it's keeping you in a constant state of confusion and overwhelm. It is so much better for your brain space, your clarity, your brainstorming, your problem solving, your relationships, your everything. You're really just the way you operate when you can kind of start and finish on something. Now, you don't need long time chunks to do this, right? To You don't need hours and hours of time. You need time chunks long enough that you believe that you'll make real progress but short enough that your brain doesn't view it as a huge thing. We can't trick our minds into believing like, oh, I'm going to focus for the next two hours, right? You're going to start the ping-ponging again. Instead, start with 20 minutes or 25 minutes of work, maybe work your way up to 45 minutes of focus, but start small. Again, remember, it's long enough that you're going to make real progress. You absolutely 100% can make amazing progress in 20 to 25 fully intentional, focused, undistracted minutes, okay? And, but it's not so, it's like not so long that you're freaking out and having FOMO, but it's short enough that you can, you can do 20 minutes. Lady, you are in business. 
You are an adult. You can do 20 minutes. Okay. This is going to give you enough concentrated time to get into the groove and build momentum, but also feel confident that there's a time set for you to make progress on your next project or your next task, right? You allow yourself that ability to move on to the next thing. So you feel like I'm always making progress, but I'm not just like scattered every two seconds or every two minutes. Okay. So this is so important to actually block this time because again, you can write it on your list. You can think about it, but until you actually plan it, there's a good chance it's not going to happen. All right, tip here. New tasks are going to come up throughout the day, no matter how much you have on your spreadsheet, no matter how much you want to batch, no matter how much you time block. Obviously, things come up all day long. So here's a few tips about this. Number one, Keep your project list tab, whatever you're using, whether it's that sheet or Asana or whatever it is, whatever tool, keep it open 24-7 all the time. Always leave it open. So you're always adding tasks. You are adding deadlines. You're adding the next steps. You're adding the actions. You want to keep this comprehensive view, this comprehensive list always open because thoughts and demands and requests are always going to come to you. And if you start kind of shoveling them away or leaving them an email or putting them on sticky notes or putting them on other lists or not writing them down, everything gets in a big clusterfuck again, right? You're totally jumbled. You're totally scattered. And you're not looking at your holistic view anymore. It's just like a little bit of pieces here and there, okay? If you keep that up, if you keep adding to it, then you have an opportunity. Then it's your best, your best bet, really, to keep you and your other team members on track, right? And you alleviate this fear of things falling through the cracks. It is one of the biggest habits, I think, that one of the best habits that you can get into just as a CEO of your life is to constantly write down the things that are thrown your way, the demands and the requests and the emails and the phone calls, write them down, get them somewhere So you have peace of mind. So nothing falls through the cracks. So you're not relying on your already highly taxed brain and memory. We don't need to add more stress. You already got enough going on, sister. Don't do that. Write it down. Okay, so keep writing those down. I know they come up, but once they're down, well, now you can make a better decision on how do I prioritize? How do I reassess this? Where do I put my time? How do I replan, right? Because this stuff is going to happen. So be prepared for it. And all I'm saying is simply leave that list up and keep adding to it. Okay, so these are simple, right? I know simple is not always easy to do, but these are simple, simple, simple strategies when you have multiple projects and multiple thoughts and ideas and things and everything being thrown at you all the time. Follow these. They're so easy. You're going to think, I already do that or I don't do or I don't need to do that. No, you need to do it. Because if it were that easy, if it was so easy to keep it together, why would you be listening to this? You would have it together. Listen, do it. Try it. Okay. They're really, really, really simple steps. I'm just going to recap them here. Number one, before anything, be intentional to what you're saying yes to and where you're choosing to put your energy and time. Don't immediately say yes. Say, let me check and get back to you. Assess. Okay. Number two, break down your projects into steps and next actions, responsibilities, due dates, like use some kind of a tool or spreadsheet so you have clarity and can prioritize. Do not forget to break those steps down to the smallest little steps. It's going to help you delegate. It's going to help you stay accountable. It's going to help you plan. It's going to help you not have anything fall through the cracks. Number three, 
do not underestimate the power of focusing on one task at a time or one type of task with your full undivided attention, right? Don't interpret juggling if we're doing everything at the same time. You can still juggle many projects because of course you are juggling many projects, but by focusing on one at a time, right? Go back to the batching, start small, just do a small amount of time that you make progress, but not too long that you're freaking out. I love the 25-minute Pomodoro, okay? I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Get back to the basics, girl. And number four, talking about basics, block your freaking time. Block your time for these specific tasks. Don't go through all that work of getting it down, of assigning the deadlines, of putting the time for estimates, of thinking it through, and then not actually taking the step that brings it all together, which is planning your day and blocking the time. All right? Don't forget that one. In many ways, I think this was sort of like a good reminder and reinforcement of like a bunch of different uh, episodes and things, but I think it's so important. I mean, I live, breathe, teach this stuff every day, and I still need to hear this over and over and over and over again. So if you're like, I've heard this, are you really applying it? Do you need to hear it again? Go back, listen to it every week, save it, do it over and over and over and over, because I know I need to too. All right, so that's a wrap, but we can't leave without a challenge of the week. You've spent your last 20 minutes with me and I wanna make sure your time here is 100% worth it. So today's action is pick one of the three strategies, right? Use your, create your project spreadsheet. If you already have one, go back and break down those, those action steps. Just really go fill it out, make sure it's comprehensive, get your deadlines and timeframes and everything in there. Number two, or you maybe want to batch or like focus on one task at a time. And number three, block the time for those really specific tasks. All right. Listen, I have to tell you something. I know there is so much possibility for you to be fully in control. I know it because I see it every day with the amazing women that I get to work with. This is just the tip of the iceberg, but I promise you, no matter where you are, no matter how you feel right now, these skills can be learned. They're simple. They're doable. If you're dying to get more clarity on how, we should just chat. Honestly, let's just chat. Get on a call. Tell me what's going on. I'll let you know what to focus on to make it better. And if you want more support, you got it. And if you don't, that's great too. I'd love to help you get the support to stop drowning and start taking control of your time and energy. I know you can get the freedom and the flexibility you work so freaking hard for. So if you want to do that, just come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash coaching and sign up to talk. That's it. All right. As always, you are the best for showing up here. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your time, your loving vibes, your positive energy. Know that I'm sending them right back your way. Here's to getting more of the right things done and to productivity on purpose. I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.